0: Good morning, welcome back to another episode. This is John Rosenberg live from Jacksonville. Today's the 5th of the 6th of, July, of August, 2018. Um, <clears throat> thank you for listening in to my podcast. Uh, I really appreciate the love, those of us, those of you who listen to my podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram. I really appreciate the love. Now let's get Let's get ready for this topic. Um, This topic is gonna be racism is a global phenomenon. Now, most of us do not understand what is racism. It's very unfortunate. I'm not talking about the little children now. Those, I give them a pass. But I'm talking about full grown adults who have degrees. They don't comprehend what racism is about. Racism have nothing to do with your skin color. Racism is systematic. First of all, plus is group economics. Let me explain. Now, the Chinese, they come to America. The East Indian, they come to America. The Japanese, they come to America. The Arabs, they come to America. Africans, they come to America. They all practice group economics except the so-called Negroes, the so-called black American. And it's detrimental to our well-being as a people. Is detrimental to our health. Now, the phenomenon part a lot of us who don't have a global perspective like myself, you always get bamboozled. You think racism is only practiced here in America. Wrong. You're dead wrong. Um, there's um, Those of us who watch YouTube, and I, I do have a channel on YouTube because um, I don't have a, a, a videographer to take uh, to do my videos yet, so I haven't posted a lot of face-to-face videos. I will do so in the near future, but right now I'm just going to keep doing this. Um, stay in the dark for now, but you can always see my videos on YouTube. But um, that being said, um, glo- uh, racism is a global phenomenon. Recently, I was watching a video from China. Um, well, it was on YouTube. They were describing um, African people as animals, and it was they had done some some pictures where they comparing Africa uh, with chimpanzees, lions, tigers. So they will put an African face next to a lion. They will put a nation through a chimpanzee or apes, and that's why they will depict African people as animals. And that was a, a popular museum in China. But recently, they have, the African government has reached out to China and the Chinese government and from that city. Put, uh, I don't know the name of it. I don't know if it's Shanghai or Hong Kong, but they put the picture down. Now, Chinese people are very racist. They're very prejudiced. And I, and I won't say racist. They're very prejudiced towards their own kind, and they're very prejudiced. Those people of of African descent. Now, there's a lot of Africans that live in Southern and China, and those Africans, they work hard. They're very hardworking. They hustle, day in day out, just like the Chinese hustle when they go to Africa. They hustle, so they try to make a living. So a lot of them, they come from poor um, circumstances in Africa. They go they go to China for a better life. Now. Uh, I have to be very flexible. I have to be um, fair with this statement I'm about to say. Now, there's a lot of Nigerian, though. I'm not saying all Nigerians are, are doing illegal stuff, but a lot of them are known for doing legal stuff in China and other countries. The Chinese government have had got hip to that scam, you know, green card scam, visa scam, a lot of scam that those Nigerians be doing. They do it here in America, too. Um, the Chinese government had got you know had caught on to it. So a lot of Nigerians are having a hard time to get visas to go to China to work there. I understand where the Chinese government is coming from with that because we have the same problem here with them in America. That being said, racism is not secluded to, uh, only in America. Racism is a global phenomenon. There was another video I was watching. This guy went to Peru, which is South America, Peru. And I'm not saying all Peruvian, all racist, uh, prejudiced towards black. I'm not going to say that because I've met some Peruvian. They're very nice people. They're very um, friendly. But that being said, you as a black man, wherever you go in, this, in the world, you're going to have some backlash towards you. Whether it's your, your religion, belief, whether it's your color. More, like, more than likely, it's going to be your color, because people are going to treat you different now. If you're if you're a celebrity black person, they might you might not get as much. You're going to get more love because you know you're a celebrity. So people are going to treat you different. But if you are like the average Joe that like to travel around the world, wherever country you go in the South America, um, Central America, um, Asia, um, Europe, even here in America, you're going to find you're going to find people that they they bigots and they don't like you because of your color. And that's nothing you have. You have no control over your color because that's the way you were born. But that being said, um, there have been a plethora of incidents. Uh, one incident that stuck to my mind was the lady from, the, from, from Houston, the OBGYN. She was flying from Detroit to Houston. So there was a passenger that passed out. So, you know, the flight attendant calling the PA system. Is there a, doc- is there a doctor in the plane? So she raised her hand. So she approached her. She's like, oh, you're not a doctor. You you, you don't look like you're a doctor. So she's like, yes, ma'am. Then she came back again. She asked the lady, is there any position? And she rang the bell. The bell rang. She walked. She said, well, let me see your credentials. Now, the lady said, I'm coming from Detroit from a wedding. I'm heading to Houston. So I'm an OBGYN. I'm a certified, board certified OBGYN. Just because she happened to be a sister, she didn't give her the. Now, as a white man came in, the white man didn't even know how to take care of this person. The person almost died in the plane. But there's, there's a lot of incident that you can go on and on. But prejudice, you can't eradicate prejudice. Prejudice is something that you you, you go through to your life experience and how you were brought up as a child. That's prejudice, okay? Prejudice, you go you go to the store, you like nice ice cream over. Uh, vanilla ice cream, or you like vanilla against chocolate ice cream. That's what prejudice is. You like red car against black cars. So you like Mercedes Benz against Toyota, or vice versa. But racism is systematic. It's also group economics. You see it here in America. A lot of those ethnicities, Chinese, East Indian, Arabs, uh, European, Eastern European, when they come to this country, the so-called Jews, they practice group economy because they know that that's how they're going to survive, and I'm not against that. I'm all for it, and then I think that's something that we sh- we should practice because a lot of those those ethnicity I just mentioned they don't like black people for the most part. They'll come to your neighborhood, they'll establish themselves. Like the Korean Koreans also like that too. A lot of Koreans have a lot of hair store, and you have seen a lot of videos about Korean mistreating black women in their salon and their hair store, and and. I have to be fair now, because some of you guys do go in those stores and steal from those from, from, from those employers, from those stores. So you gotta be mindful of that. You go to somebody's establishment and steal, you might get killed, unfortunately. But it's not all of us that's going out there stealing from those establishments. And that's why I tell a lot of black women stay away from those Asian salons, stay away from those Asian hair stores. Because why don't you create your own stores? So that way, you don't have to put up with the disrespect, with you person, you know, harassing you, following you on the store. All those things are are stressful for a person because I don't like to be followed around. Nobody, white people, don't like to be followed around. Follow a person, a white person around. They'll get nervous. They'll get nervous. They won't. They probably shoot you. So it's not conducive for you to follow somebody around the store and um, thinking that a person gonna steal. Yes, people do steal. Black, white, yellow. People steal on a daily basis. I don't care what country you are. I don't care what store you are. People are going to steal, okay? You can minimize it. That's why they have video cameras in there. That's why they have security guards in those stores. But black people, for the most part, we get follow around, whether we're stealing or whether we're not stealing. Most of the time, we're not stealing nothing. But because the perception of the media, the propaganda of the media, like to portray us as thugs and thieves. The real thief or Caucasian, let's be honest. is the only Caucasian race that go to a country, take that country, change the name of that country, change the language of that country, and call it their own. That's thief. That's the real thief. We do a lot of petty shit. You know, petty shit, going to a store, stealing some ice cream, stealing some hair product, stealing some facial products, some makeup, some, some Air Jordans. Those are petty stuff that we do. But it's not all of us that does those things. A lot of us are hardworking people, working two, three jobs to pay our bills. We're not out there stealing out there. But those Asians, are primarily Chinese and Korean and some Vietnamese, I can throw some Vietnamese in there and some Filipinos, but mostly Chinese and Korean, they don't like black people. When you go to their store, they'll follow you around like a hawk. And that's why a lot of time I'm very mindful of that. I don't care what city I'm in. What state I'm in, I don't go to, I don't patronize those stores unless I have to. I don't wear weave, so I don't go there. And those Korean stores. I don't I do my own nails, I don't go to the salon. But those of us who patronize those um Asian salon, primarily black women do and Hispanic women do. It's time to create your own economy, it's time to create your own system, your own businesses. Now there are some black business salon out there. And you guys need to go and support those um, black salon. They need your help. They need your income. Stop supporting those Asian salons. Even though they make a, the lion's share of the money, they make it from black women primarily. Whether it's hair, nails, makeup, they make the lion's share of that money. That being said, Chinese people, they do not treat, treat uh, black people really good in China, except if you're a celebrity. If you're a celebrity, they're going to put out the red carpet, I mean, they're going to treat you like a king. But if you're like the average African that goes there to get your hustle on, they ain't going to treat you right. And vice versa, in Africa, they treat them way better than they treat us, than they treat the African over there. But they do not treat us right. That's something that we need to address with the prime minister of China, with the president of China, say, listen, our citizens, when they come to your country, they don't get treated right. And we're not going to put up with this thing never again. That's something that they, all, each African country needs to address, whether it's South Africa, whether it's Nigeria, whether it's Cameroon. Each of those African countries need to go to China and address that with the prime minister or the president of China or the Republic of China. Say, listen, our citizens are complaining that they're not being treated right. When your citizens come to our country, we treat them nice with respect and dignity. So we cannot have our citizens go to your country and get mistreated. Now I'm gonna go back to the Arab world. Those Arabs, for the most part, not all of them, let me be clear now. Not all of them are prejudiced towards black people. Let me be cause Arab is a is a is a language pretty much primarily. Arabic is a language. It's not a race, it's a language. But they like to call them Arab or Middle Eastern, which is a, a term that, that was produced back in 1950 by the English and the French, the Middle Eastern term, mostly by the English. But that being said, a lot of those Arab countries, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Qatar, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Arabia, Turkey, those Arab countries, um, Lebanon, uh, even Egypt, uh, Morocco, Morocco is North Africa. So Tanzania, Lebanon, Libya, they do not treat black people right. Those Africans who have traveled to those countries, they can testify what I'm about to say. They do not treat them right. Well, a lot of them are Muslim. A lot of those Africans are Muslim. They allow work bad, okay? May God be with you, okay? So, they are Muslim. They do not get treated right on, in those countries, and if you talk, if they if you talk to them privately, they will tell you yes, that's true. What John just said is true. Uh, a lot of them they they go there to look for work, and when they get to this country, they stick they take the visa they take the passport. So now they become subject to a slave labor, uh, come, uh, slave. They become slave to that country to that person they're working with. So a lot of African I always said Africans who are traveling abroad, especially to Saudi Arabia, especially to America and China. You have to know the country. Even in Europe, you have to know the country, the system, uh, the language. Make sure you learn the language. Make sure you know what uh, the laws are over there in that country before you get there. Don't just go there blindly thinking in your head that when you get there, everything will be okay. No, for a white person, it might be okay because white people get a pass for the most part. Whether they're doing illegal stuff, whether they're doing right stuff. White people get a pass on average. So we go by the law of average. But black people, we don't get a pass at all. So they always criticize us. They always scrutinize us. Whether we're doing good, whether we're doing bad, they always have an eye on us 24-7, seven days a week. So those of us who travel abroad to different country and different nation, you have to know the language, first of all. You have to know the laws of those countries before you go there. Don't just go there like a dummy and hoping that for, for a miracle that these people will love me. No, they're not going to love you, okay? You might have, some, you might have a, good, a few of them that might like you, and, and the rest of them not going to like you. Besides, first of all, you're a foreigner that's coming to this country trying to take job away from the, the average person in that country. They ain't going to lie. And if you happen to be black, oh, hell no. They ain't going to put up with it. So America, and the I'm going to touch on America right now. America has a a racist system in in place. Uh, I did a podcast about being black in corporate America. And those of us who work in corporate America can testify to what I'm about to say. There's a lot of systematic racism in corporate America. It's nothing new. It's been going on for the past 100 years. It's nothing new. So those of us who don't know the history of this country... We always get bamboozled, get tricked out because we don't know the system. We don't know the history of this country, especially those of us who came from Africa, those of us who came from Latin America, Central America, and the Caribbeans. We don't know the system. We don't know the American history about slavery. We don't know the system. Some of us do know it, like myself, but a lot of us do- doesn't know the history of this country, how this country was started, and what system that was implemented throughout the in eighteen hundred, this you know, nineteen hundred, in the twenty-first century, those races and mostly it was put up by the liberals. I'll do another podcast about the liberals how racist they are, but don't get fooled by the, the the democratic nonsense. They're very racist also. They are wolf and sheep clothing, but that's a whole different podcast about the liberals and wolf and sheep clothing. Stay tuned for that one. But this is racism is a global phenomenon. Whether you travel in Asia, Africa, Europe, and Europe too, because there was a lot of racism there's still a lot of racism in Europe in soccer for instance because we just finished watching the World Cup. A lot of those players, even though they get hundreds of millions of dollars, they still treat them like they still treat them bad in Europe. A lot of them have to file a lawsuit against those soccer clubs in Europe and then it was bad publicity for the soccer club, they had to settle it out of court with them. But racism is a global phenomenon, and black people, white people also suffer from it too. It's not only black people suffer from it, white people also suffer from racism also. They may not be aware of it, but they do suffer from it. And indirectly, indirectly, they suffer from it. But that's why I'm very adamant about black people doing research on each country you go to. I don't care if you're going to Santo Domingo. That's another racist island. They don't treat black people nice in Santo Domingo, okay? Now, uh, am I saying all Dominicans are racist? Hell no. All Dominicans are prejudiced towards black people? No, because you have to understand the history of the island. You have to understand the people of the island to get a a better understanding why they feel that way towards Haitian. Haitian and Dominican are pretty much the same people. The reason being, one is a little bit light-skinned, the other one is a bit dark-skinned, but there's a lot of light-skinned Haitian too that reside in Haiti. But the media doesn't show you that. They show you all the dark-skinned Haitians, which is bad, but it's okay. But that's how the media like to portray Haitian as dark-skinned uh, and uneducated and, and, and buffoonery, but which is so contrary to what it, the popular belief. But a lot of Haitians are very smart They're very hardworking, um, just like Dominicans too. We have a lot of Dominicans who are very smart and very hardworking. But a lot of Haitian. Haitians have the upper hand because the Haitians have the spiritual gift that Dominicans don't have. Haitians speak more language than Dominicans on average. And I'm not making this up because I'm Haitian, but I'm just telling the truth. Uh, average Haitians that, that travel abroad speak like five, five to six languages. Average Dominican only speak two, two languages, which is Spanish and English. You might have a few of them that speak French, um, that speak um, Italian, Italian. But a lot of them only speak two languages, which is Spanish first, English second. And sometimes they don't even, they can barely speak English because they're so accustomed living in the Spanish so-called Latino community. The Cubans are like that too. Um, uh, The Puerto Ricans are like that. But the Puerto Ricans, they have U.S. passports, so they have a, 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 they can travel wherever they please. Because they they part of the, and they pay the price for that. That's why Puerto Rico is so 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 broke right now because of the U.S. policies. But I'll do another podcast about Puerto Rico um, one of these days. But I'm not going to touch about Puerto Rico. I'm just talking about um, racism as a global phenomenon, and that's something that black people need to study and need to research and need to understand. A lot of people that they went to college, they don't understand what racism is about. They think racism have to do with your skin color. No, racism is systematic. First of all. And plus, it's group economics. Now, prejudice, that's something that we all, I am prejudiced. God is prejudiced. We all prejudiced. We all prejudice. You can't eradicate prejudice, but you can er- eradicate racism. But I think for us to survive as a people in this country, in America, and uh, other country in the Caribbean, in Central America, and South America, in Asia, we have to practice group economy. Don't let those Chinese or Korean, the East Indian that come to your community, establish themselves. Don't let them come there, because they will not. Even India, India have a caste system, which means that they go by your family last. And if you're not a Sanjay or Gupta, those Indians going to listen to my podcast know exactly what I'm talking. About. They, they know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're not a Sanjay or Gupta, you don't come from the high up in, in the echelon, you are not considered a part of that clan. And they will treat you like dirt shit. Excuse my French. They will treat you like dirt, just like those Arabs treat them like dirt in, in, in Saudi Arabia, in uh, Dubai. So a lot of those in Qatar, because Qatar have a, uh, a labor issue going on as, as, as we speak at this moment right now. They have a labor issue going on. Not only Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Dubai, they all have that labor issue. But racism is a global phenomenon. If you didn't know it, now you know it. Um those of us who travel abroad and those of us who are planning to travel abroad, please do your research on that country. Please learn the language, whether you're going to Europe, whether you're going to Central America, whether you're going to Asia, whether you're going to Africa. Know your history. Know your, your language because that's what is going to help you to survive. And know the law of the, those countries because each country has different laws that you have to abide by. So you have to know those laws, what, this, what they're about. Don't just blindly get on a plane and then go to a country you don't speak the language, you don't know the culture, you don't know the law of that uh, particular country. You're going to get tricked, you're going to be bamboozled, you might even get killed, my friend. So you got to be very mindful of that. You got to be very vigilant. Those of us who happen to be color have to be very vigilant. Now, a white person... For the most part, they get a pass because other country, unless they're doing some illegal stuff like drugs, like uh, human trafficking, then they might put the they might put the hammer on them. But if they're just just traveling nonchalant, nobody gonna bother them. In some countries, white people cannot travel there. In some country, mostly in the south, uh, in the Middle East, you have some in Africa, white people cannot travel to those countries. They get they get uh, they get kidnapped, but. For the most part, a white person, so-called Caucasian person, they get a pass because people don't really bother them unless they're doing something illegal, like I stated earlier, unless they're doing drugs, um, money laundering, human trafficking, um, weapons, stuff like that. If they do anything illegal like that, they will be harassed. Another country I'm going to finish it off, two countries I'm going to mention is India and Russia. They're very racist towards black people. Don't go, don't get it twisted. You go to India, and Indian himself. If they're being transparent, they will tell you yes. India have a caste system, and that's why America get this get this idea of segregation from from mostly Indian culture. And a lot of East Indian, not all of them. Let me be clear now. There's all, there's about a billion East Indian. There are about there are over a hundred million East Indian throughout the Caribbean and Africa. So there's a lot of East Indian. Who don't feel like that way? But you have to understand their mindset, how they were brought up as children. So when they come into America, they carry the same mannerism, the same mindset. So you can't hit on them for that. You have to respect it. Say, you know what? You don't like me? I understand. That's your culture. I understand. Let's let's move on. The same thing for the Russian. And let me be clear. Russian, you're not European. Don't ever call a Russian European. You know, they're from they from, um, from the Black Sea. So they're not European. They're Russian. So don't get it confused. Don't call any Russian European. They will curse you out in Russia. So Russian are different from European. And two, they do have racism in their country because there's a lot of Muslim and African that go there for stu- to stu- study. And they face a lot of backlash um, against the, the Nazis, the skinheads over there in Russia. So Russia too... Even though they, they just had the World Cup hosted in 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 um Moscow, and there's a lot of uh race systematic racism in Russia. Even Putin know about it. So he's doing some kind of work to try, you know, you know, eliminate the racism there, but it's still there, it's very prominent there. There's a lot of Africans I put video on YouTube, you can go watch them, you don't have to listen to my word. Um, about in Russia, how they treat them in Russia? How they, you know, they chase them down the street, they beat them up, they even stab them with knives. So there's a lot of African that study over there, and they are faced with those skinheads over there in Russia. They have faced a lot of atrocities towards Africans over there. So Russia too have a lot of racism in it, and South America have a lot of racism. They have what we call colorism. Um, colorism is just if you're not in certain color you're going to get a problem. So it's in Central America, it's in South America, it's also in the Caribbean. So that's something that those of us who live in the United States, those of us so-called Negroes who travel abroad, you have to be mindful of those facts. Don't get tricked and don't get bamboozled out there. Do your research and learn your history. And that's how save your life. So thank you for listening to this podcast. It's been a pleasure. You guys have a great day. Um, This is John Rosenberg from Jacksonville, Florida, signing out. One love, peace, be blessed. Take care.